welcome to Occasionally Posh, where we enjoy life, laughs, and shenanigans. I am your girl, Chastity B. And I'm Sunshine. Welcome, 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 welcome to part two. Part two. <laughs> so we had to bring part two back because part one was so good. We didn't get through all the bullet points or nothing. Um, so we had to bring back on. If y'all didn't catch last week's after you finished tonight, make sure you go back and watch last week's as well. Um, So for those of you guys who were not here last week, I'm going to let the guests introduce themselves. So go ahead. Hi, my name's Anita. I'm Shadonna's mom. Uh, I'm a hairstylist here in Silas City, North Carolina. And I also work for Randolph Community Colleges for the American Heart Association. All right. Go ahead, Emmanuel Mon. I'm Shadonna's <laughs> handsome younger brother. I just so happy <laughs> to be on occasionally pop plays his name, glory to God. Thank yeah. you. I'm glad to be the number one more time. All right. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, as as always, we always start with foreplay and Chastity B, you're up. Is it gonna come up? Because I, okay. All right. So mine is Would you rather know what type of fruit Adam and Eve ate or know what Jesus wrote in the sand when people wanted to stone the woman who committed oh, adultery? Yeah, <laughs> I let the elder go. <laughs> I think the most puzzling thing to date. Is what did Jesus write in the sand with the woman caught? Because whatever he wrote caused the masses to scram. So I need right. to know what he wrote so the next time I can do the same. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So just just for folks who may not know, can you give a super short brief yes. synopsis of what that is? What? What Jesus wrote in the sand. We we like don't the know. The woman, I'm, the well, woman what's the back story? The woman was caught in adultery and the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they were always subtly trying to catch Jesus up in his teachings and principles. And so they brought to him, you know, the, the Bible says specifically that they brought to him a woman caught in the act of adultery. And so Jesus baffles them and says nothing. He bends down in the sand uh, or he does say he that is without sin, let him cast the first stone because they were ready to stone her. That was law. That she was to be mm-hmm. stoned. But the most pivotal part and the most questionable part of the text is what did he write in the sand? Because whatever he stooped down and wrote in the sand caused the masses to scatter. And he told the woman, he said, Go thy way and sin no more. Mm. The mystery. The mystery of it all. Mystery. <laughs> uh, what about that you, Ma? What would you like. rather? Uh, I don't know. I think I want some of both. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called would you both it's called would you <laughs> well I love knowledge so I would mm-hmm. like to know what was wrote in the sand but I also love to eat so <laughs> <laughs> See, that greed is what got us in trouble in the first place yes it is yes it is yes it is, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with y'all. I think I want to know what he wrote in the sand, you know. Yeah. But that's but that's that's when you're really putting your faith in God, your trust in God, and knowing whatever it was, it was right. 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 
that that speaks to life in general. Sometimes we ain't gonna know every step, every place, what Jesus is up to, what what right and left turn we're gonna take. But we know he's gonna let us in the right dark destination. What about you, Chad? Since you asked. So once a month, I want to know what Eve ate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be angry once a month for seven days. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I, yeah, once a month. <laughs> but I would love to know what was written in the sand because I feel like whatever that was, that right there was like, it was huge. But you're right. gonna yeah. have to see me one day. <laughs> pull up, pull up, pull up. And sometimes I wonder, being that it was never told what was written in the sand, is that something that we're supposed to figure out for our own self and soul salvation? What would we write in the sand for ourselves? Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, mind your business. To your situation. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mind your business. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> that part. Yeah. Oh, well, what about you guys that are watching or if you watch later? Um, the question is, would you rather know what type of fruit Adam and Eve ate or know what Jesus wrote in the sand when people wanted to stone wanted to stone the woman who committed adultery? All right, all mm. right. So mine is not really a uh a foreplay. I switch it up on you. I'm oh. calling it. I'm calling it. Please <laughs> explain. Please explain. It ain't that bad, Chance. Don't get nervous. Don't get nervous. <laughs> she looked a little nervous. But I, my husband actually sent me this post and I thought it was really pertinent for the conversation tonight. Mm-hmm. So the post is a picture of Tasha Cobbs and she has on just regular jean jacket, shirt, pants or whatever and what whoever posted it said i speak out against this because many of these so-called gospel singers are are a bad influence to our younger ones who will think that this is the right way to dress as a christian woman there's no difference between a club woman with this (laughs) so-called gospel singer no difference at all this is a shame. Okay. So I would love to know how y'all feel about this post. <laughs> First of all, did you click on his page? Because yeah. on his page, his acceptable dressing is dressing like pilgrims, pretty much. Oh, Lord <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, for, first of all, I don't, I think her dressing to me is not that bad. Um, she's not really revealing a lot she, to me. It might, whatever program she's singing it might be for the younger generation. We don't know. Anybody right. can take a picture of somebody and try to take it out of context, but mm-hmm. she's, but to me, she's covered up. She's not, she's not like boobs bursting out anywhere. And I, I personally don't see nothing wrong with what she got on. Like I said, it might depend on what kind of program that she's at. Right. I mean, people said the same thing about Mary Mary when they first came out. They thought the way they dressed was inappropriate too. Right. I love me some Mary Mary. And mm-hmm. sometimes, and sometimes you got to meet people where they at. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Facts. I, I personally don't see nothing wrong with what she got on. What about you, Elder? I am a jean and sneaker wearer. <laughs> You only catch me in a suit probably on first Sunday, and that's if I have to wear clergy. 
the thing that that ticks me off about this kind of conversation is that nobody can help their shape. Nobody yeah, can help that exactly. they're blessed. Um, she's not revealing nothing. Not a um, she she can't help it that she eating good. Money is good. She eating good. One thing we have to get off of in church is that clothes. Uh, I think I, I forgot where it says in the Bible that God looks on uh, man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. If you ain't coming in church in a thong, yeah, and, you know, and and a, a whole bathing suit, I'm thinking, shut up. Like right. she got on J's. I wear my sneakers. Mm-hmm. I wear my jeans. Like, you know, you don't like I said, you don't catch me in clergy unless I'm preaching, you know, or or it's like a you know civic attire event that I have to wear. But this, whoever this clown was, I saw this post and I just kept scrolling. <laughs> Cause it's just somebody trying to be deep and religious when realistically your clothes don't determine you. I think you know, to to an extent, you know what's appropriate. You know what's not appropriate for church. Yeah, this is this is our culture now. Like I tell people when I start pastoring, first Sunday I'm gonna flex my robes because I pay good money for my robes. I'm on first <laughs> Sunday, I'm gonna flex. Y'all getting Batman shabam? Jeans and my jeans because I spend good money on my jeans. Where's his name? Right, oh, that's right. right. What about you, Chance B? You know, I'm always, I get tired of people judging people based off the clothes that they wear and don't look at their heart. So I see absolutely nothing wrong with what she have on. Facts. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. I, you know, growing up, we always used to hear come as you are, but mm. that's a lie. People don't mean it. Right. People don't really mean come as you are. Well, Some come, come as you are, come <laughs> as you are, meant the condition of your soul, not necessarily yeah. what you wore. Were. Now, your soul might be what you got on. <laughs> my whole, my whole disposition is though, if that's all you got, okay. Because right. for some people, and I tell people all the time, because you know I come out of a strict holiness reformation, but it was well, you need to put on a suit, you need to dress like a preacher. I'm a preacher whether I got on a suit or I got on a t-shirt. That's my calling. It ain't my clothing. Now, I know how to appropriately be in the set, and I know yeah. how to appropriately dress where I'm going, but my clothes don't determine um, the, the, the status, per se, of my salvation. And that's exactly. just me. Now, a lot of my constituents will argue because, you know, they try to put on this, uh, this super holy persona, but, like, I'm cool. And then, you know, I, I, I believe in Paul said you become all things to reach all men uh, for the sake of winning souls. So I'm just like, yo, if, I, if it calls for my jeans and my sneakers, I'm going to put it on. But I'm going to be comfortable because I'm big and I'm fat. I ain't going to be locked up in no suit every service. You crazy. I know that's <laughs> but you know, but most I, churches I, now on Fifth Sunday have dressed down Sunday. And to me, this would be something I would wear dressed down Sunday. Bingo. Yeah, just yeah, there. Yeah. But also, how do they expect you to win new souls? How do they expect you to be relatable? Bring in new people. That's somebody may yeah. somebody may not come because they don't own a suit or a dress, mm-hmm. and right. it shouldn't be about that. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be about that. And uh, like you said, man, this is new generation. We got to get out this old mindset. Yeah. Well, we I, I, well, I, I, I'm, I, I hate people that are too judgmental. Uh, when you go online and you just looking for something to judge people on, when you don't know the person personally, and you're just gonna put a judgment on their life like that. What is wrong in your life that you feel the need to criticize like that? I, I've never understand how somebody can judge people like this, don't know them, don't know where they at, don't know why they're dressed up. 
you just making judgments. It ain't like you personally know her. I mean, come on now. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think whether you personally know her or not, if you ain't paying, you ain't finna control what I'm wearing if you ain't That's paying. true. That's Man. true. That's true. Bad, bad, I mean, bad. we got we got more serious problems than her blue jeans and chucks. I mean, come on now. I mean, right. he, he had nothing else to complain about than that. That's all he could say. I'm wondering if there's some jealousy involved in that somewhere. It's yeah, got to I mean, be. When you looked at his page, I went and clicked on his page because I was just curious. Mm-hmm. I, I Personally, I don't even think he liked black women. Another <laughs> conversation, right there. So another conversation, okay. Well, I'm glad this this is the first time I saw the poll, so I, I haven't never seen it. So I can look at it and say I haven't seen no background, nothing, just based right. on what she got on. I can give an honest opinion about right. what she's wearing because I, I that's the first time I saw it. So right, right, exactly. nothing wrong with what she got on. No, it mm-hmm. ain't. It ain't. All right. Well, last week, like I said, we uh we covered a lot of church hurts. Um, just to go back over a little bit of it, church hurt is the definition of it is the pain that is afflicted by or members of a religious institution. Um, and then some of the reasons that we went over uh for people who stop because the reasons that people stop attending church is that ch- churches are hypocritical. Some people say God is missing in the church, it's too many rules, not enough about relationship, doubt is prohibited. Mm. Uh, they are not learning about God, meaning that the message is not clear, they're not finding community, meaning the members are too busy judging people or hurting people, or and there's no conflict mm. resolution. Um, and then we covered a little bit of why reasons the church is disappointed in people, which is members don't take church serious, including member attendance. They don't study. They don't interact. And the last one we left off of is people do not support the pastor nor the ministry, meaning financially. Uh, they don't do their church duties, handle their offices serious, play their keyboard seriously and practice, whatever the case may be. Um, so where are we... <laughs> Throwing it out there. So where we left off at, and the the point that we can start off with is that people says that um, the reason why churches are uh, disappointed in folks is that they are living double lives. They mm-hmm. saved at the church and mm-hmm. unsaved everywhere else. <laughs> so uh, go ahead, man. I'll let you start that off. That's that's. And and maybe you know some people tell me I'm 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 a little too liberal. That's your business. Here's why I say that, and here's why I stand behind that point. Um, I don't know what you do in your private time, right? If I see you doing contrary, me as your brother in Christ, you know, if I said something to you, then that's you know, okay, like, hey man, come on. But I stand, I strictly stand behind work out your own soul salvation, fear and trembling. Now, where the where I differ at is you can't make that. You got a lot of people who just say, well, you know, church people live in double lives. So that's the reason I don't go. Well, if you ain't seen me living a double life, that's not your experience. So it can't be your truth. So you can't you can't harbor or you can't make. Uh, uh, mystery is not the word. I, the word I want to use. If you haven't seen me now, now woe unto me if I become your stumbling block. If you mm-hmm. saw me as not only a, a Christian but a preacher, mm-hmm. not uh, somebody that hold a position in church, living a double life, that's woe unto me because I personally did something to kind of deter you. But if that's not your experience, 
you can't use that for not coming to church. You can't sit around in conversation and because somebody else said that, you don't know if that's the truth or not. But if, if you haven't personally experienced that, that's still not your problem um, to where as for you to say, well, I'm not going to church. I'm not fooling with, with Christians. Or I, you know what I'm saying? You can't make that your excuse if it's not your experience. I solely believe in work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling because when you stand before God, he ain't going to ask you about nobody else. He's going to ask you about you. Right. Right. Exactly. Go ahead, my mom look like she itching. <laughs> well, I agree with I agree with Mud to some extent, and then we actually touched on this last week too. Uh, mm. People kind of putting their business out there, especially when it comes to Facebook. I mean, right. you ain't got to experience it personally with the person when they're putting it on there for you to see everything they're doing. Right. I mean, and so yeah, it can deter some people away from God to, for me, especially that if mm-hmm. they if they experience them and in church but then they see something different on Facebook yeah it's kind of confusing people and it and it does mm-hmm. deter them away from God sometimes because when you don't have a relationship and when you don't have a foundation with him you're so weak you ain't got nothing to hold on to so the smallest little things would turn them away mm-hmm. and so that's why I think if you're gonna live a double life you can still go to church but you ain't gonna act like you all holy and now you need to sit back there on the pew and work on yourself (laughs) (laughs) I mean you know what I'm saying before you start presenting yourself out there as one way and then showing yourself another way I don't think Mm -hmm. it's a double life when you go into church and you still live in another life too but I think that when you put yourself out there as someone in a hierarchy of church, someone who does hold a position in church, you got to be careful what you show of yourself because it can mm-hmm. deter somebody away. And they do say that. Why should I go? They're doing the same thing I'm doing. Because mm-hmm. they're showing it. They're putting it. Pictures is proof, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't, look, and, and hear me when I say I don't, I don't argue yeah. that. I think yeah. at the same token, we got to understand that's, that's a problem in them. Now, the Bible does say, well, one of them to scatter the flock. And I don't believe that just to be a, a physical scattering, but we yeah. can deter people, like you said, by what we do. Yeah. At the end of the day, a person, a relationship with God is personal. So yeah, it is. if I, the unbeliever, or somebody that's trying to come to Christ, mm. see you as somebody who's supposed to be in church acting like that, mm. my job is still to be like, okay, that's them. You know, mm-hmm. I still gotta work out mine, but I but can't they haven't, let... but they haven't got there yet. They haven't got True. to that place where they can say, "I got to work out my own," because they ain't learned that. They babies in Christ, right? And you know, babies in Christ need me milk, not spoiled milk, good milk. And so True. when they don't have nothing in their gird to keep them to that place where they say, "I got to work out my own," they gonna scatter. They just is. You got that. that when someone is coming fresh to Christ. We have to be careful what we show them because they don't have anything to hold on to. They don't have that word to feed on. That word is not embedded in them yet for them to have strength enough to stand their ground and say, you know what? No matter what I see them doing, I'm not going to let it run me away. That takes Mm -hmm. time to get there. That's not something. That's very true. That's what I'm saying. Now, if you're somebody that's been in church a while, you're supposed to ask something in you. Well, you can right. say, you know what, I don't care what they're doing. I'm going to keep on going on that road. But if you're somebody who ain't even in the door yet, you got one foot in and one foot out, we have to be careful what we present to them. Very much so. So do you think that relates to both leadership and members? I think it, I think it relates more to, 
I think it relates to any way you present yourself to those people, whether you're a member or a leader. If you're a member saying you hold it now, you shouting every Sunday, rolling around on the floor, and they having to hold you up, and then the next time they see you, they're trying to hold you up because you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. You can, you, can still, you can still, as a member, turn some, run someone away from the church. I'm just saying that this don't present yourself in two different lights. Because you can only serve true. one master. You can't serve two masters like that. For someone who it's don't have true. that relationship yet, yeah, you're going to run them away. And guess what? Once we claim that we this and we know the truth between, we know the difference between right and wrong, God is going to hold us responsible for that. Right. Yeah. Because once you know, you know. Right, 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 right. Oh, man. We lost money somehow. Let like the internet come back, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, a lot of the times in some churches, well, all churches, a lot of those people that I want to make sure I work that. Okay, so some people think a, they um, define Christian as like a blanket statement, and you can't go too far up or too far down from what they consider being a Christian, and then um, they act like that in the church and act like they don't do anything wrong outside of the Bible and all this kind of stuff. And then you see that outside and then you're like, well, in church, she act like, she act like my skirt was too short and was about to have a hissy fit. And now she over here drinking a beer, you know? <laughs> and it's like, why, why can't you judge me off of what I'm doing, <laughs> but I'm supposed to be okay with what you're doing. Is he froze? I think so. <laughs> yes, he's It's like that commercial <laughs> with that, uh, that woman was showing the baby. <laughs> um, I, see, I understand what you're saying, Chastity, but that's what I'm saying. That's why we have to be careful. Because right. I, I think anybody can go to church, and I think anybody, you know, if they're not ready, they're not ready. Right. My issue is don't act like you're there. And you're not because when people think coming to see you and they see you in church and they think you there and then just like we said last night, our expectations that we have with that person because of the way they presented themselves, it can turn somebody away. You're going to judge me, but you need to be judging yourself. That's why I don't really like judgmental people. I don't like people, especially Christians, when they get on Facebook and they're judging this situation, they're judging that person, they're judging that, and they're judging that, and they forgot the stuff they've done in their own past. We We all got stuff that we've done. Instead of judging me, if I'm you see me doing something wrong, pray for me. Right. Pray for me. Don't right. don't try to tear me down on Facebook, especially if you don't even know who I am. Right. I right. Was, He's back. He's back. <laughs> but 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 God, but God calls us to to be people to lift people up, not to tear people down. And right. so, right. I, I don't know. I remember back in my day when I was a young girl, we used to get Bible whooped all the time. They used to tear us up with that Bible. You know what I'm talking about, man? Mm-hmm. It's Bible with you. Start throwing scripture at you when they see you doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. Got a scripture everything. Mm, knowing they was with Sally Mae husband the week before. <laughs> <laughs> that part. That part. <laughs> that part. So I, I know we that just have to be part. careful. We have to be careful what we say to people. We, I mean, 
I've never liked it when people in church went and got on people because of what they had on, especially if they were some of the younger generation. I think we have to teach them the correct way. You can show somebody the correct way without making them feel that big. Right. Right. You can just have right. a you, you can have a conversation with them and explain to them. Maybe it's not really appropriate if you're going to be in front of the choir. You shouldn't be have if you're going to be in front of the church singing in the choir. You shouldn't have a miniskirt up. It's not appropriate. Now, if you want your miniskirt on, you sitting back there on the back pew. That's fine. Can't nobody see your skirt but you. <laughs> I mean, because, I mean, cause certain things, you know, certain things you do have to be respectful in in certain positions in church. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with all of that. Everything y'all said, I agree with totally. I think a lot of people forget that people don't change overnight. That's true too. Right. Like That's people true. think because you've been in the church all your life that you automatically going to live right. But you may have just been in your church because your mama was making you go. You may not have be receiving it. nothing. <laughs> like, so it. you got to give people a chance to change and you got to give people an area where you know they're going to mess up. But if they yeah. mess up, that's between them and God. And a lot of times we make it between them, us, and God. And it right. ain't like Mun said, it ain't none of our business. <laughs> like exactly. if if any if it's anybody business, it might be the pastor and the okay, bishop. They take them to the office. They take them to the office. They talk to them. They don't persecute them. They don't persecute them. That's what I'm saying. But they educate them. They educate. And then that's that's it. Like you let them ask God for forgiveness and then you let it be. Now, if they continue to continue to continue to do it, then like I said, that's between them, their leadership, pastor, bishop, elder, whoever they, you know, serve and God. And that's it. it. But we shouldn't as members treat people differently. No, we should. Because they don't live the way we think they should or they don't live the way they're supposed to. (laughs) <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just a firm believer in if that if you want to be a certain way and if and if you're in a position in church and you want to dress a certain way such as provocative, then you need to let go of that that that, that role in church because you are still representing God in the church and you shouldn't be up there half naked in the leadership position. Mm, I don't agree. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why, Chastity. It's because. This is just what I believe. I can only say what I believe. I don't think you should be doing anything that's going to take people's mind off the word of God. If you if if there are men in the church and you are standing up there singing with a minister, God is the last thing on their mind. They're looking at your lid and trying to see up under your skirt. They're, you are distracting them that's from God. That's their problem. <laughs> no, that's it's our bold. problem. It's, it's our bold. problem. It ain't their problem. It's our problem because because I, I okay maybe you can explain to me why would you want to be in front of the house of the Lord half naked? G- give me your perspective on that, man. Since you I said mean, that's their know. problem, I'm not gonna be up there half yeah. naked. I'm yeah. gonna wear what I'm supposed to wear. Well, mm. what, I'm gonna wear what I want to wear, which is typically what is deemed okay in church. Okay. My my problem is I don't think too many too often people try to judge people based off of the clothes that they wear mm-hmm. and say that you know somebody shouldn't be up there because they have on um provocative clothes then they would choose somebody that is dressed more um presentable but just because somebody is dressed presentable doesn't mean that their heart or mind is presentable. No, it's not, but I still think we have a responsibility though. I mean, it's just like for instance, I'm on the praise team at my church. They pretty much told us what was an unacceptable address. If you don't like it, just don't be part of the praise thing. You can dress the way you want and you sit out there. That's what I'm saying. When you know that there are certain 
rules and regulations. And, you know, some people see the praise team as something very anointing or something very sacred. You shouldn't right. be provocative up there like that. You just shouldn't. And and if you know this is the way your church feel, either you dress appropriately or just don't participate on it. You do have a choice. It ain't that they judging you. It's just maybe like we talked about, all churches have their rules and regulations. And so I mean, is, let, me, really, let me say it's this. Really your choice. Let me let me do say this. Whether a woman dresses provocative or not, if a man and this is one thing we got to clear up because I came from a denomination where if if women had shapes, you know, they didn't believe you'd wear nothing tight fitting or everything had to be long and all sorts of stuff like that. There's a scripture that in the Bible that says casting down <laughs> imaginations and everything mm-hmm. that exalted itself above the throne of God. Mm-hmm. A man's imagination has nothing to do with what is revealed. Now, no. what is revealed fuels his imagination. Yes. But y'all remember, y'all remember in the Ray Charles movie, Ray couldn't see, but Ray would do what? He would feel on he the way. He would feel on the to see if they were skinny. Okay. So it's not basically about what you reveal. Now, now yeah. here, here we go again, going back to, you know, working out your own soul salvation. Your mind is filthy without yeah. somebody revealing it, which is why masturbation and stuff works, because you don't have to be in my presence. But my imagination is or or my my mind is not saved. That's why uh, Jesus comes back and says in the scripture, let this mind being you that's also in Christ Jesus, because your imagination, your fantasies are filthy. So whether you dress provocative or not, you can just be up there innocently singing, male or female. Because I've true. had an experience where a girl told me, like, how could you see? First of all, why are you looking at my stuff in church pants? And then I'm up there literally preaching. What are you doing looking at my stuff? Because they weak. They weak. True. But we do have to remember that whether and you it dress, and it's not an excuse but... to dress to dress provocative, but your I can't take charge of your imagination. Now again, and I don't believe in people. I don't believe in people. You know, you got to wear skirts down to the floor no, and all your stuff got to be coming. No. You got to wear turtlenecks every Sunday during the summer. No, I don't but believe in that. No, your imagination is your boobs shouldn't be out flowing outside your dress. Oh yeah, you know it, uh-uh. it, you shouldn't be seeing they, more boob than you seeing dress. True, <laughs> because that actually happened one Sunday, Sunday at a church that I was at, and when she got up there, all you saw was boobs, and even the women were like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, it was it was this lady at this church, and she was back there jumping." She, I was playing for this church in Winston Salem, and she was just back. There. I said, "Titty, I see." They thought I was speaking in tongues. I said, "Titty, get up, Titty, I see." Because she was like, stupid. You stupid, I said, He probably did say that. He <laughs> thought I was in the spirit. I said, no, Titty, I see. Somebody help her. Titty, I see. Oh, you were letting her know she need to go be covered up. <laughs> yeah, us is Titty, I see. Either that or meet me outside. No, I'm just playing. Titty, I see. But this God is the problem God. that I have. I, I feel like people should come however they are. And then if mm-hmm. it's not right, I feel like leadership should speak to them. If they mm-hmm. in leadership positions, like mama said, you shouldn't take the position if you're not ready. I agree mm-hmm. with all that. This is the problem that I have with people. And when it comes to not just dressing, but just church in general, mm-hmm. we will go to our nine to five, eight, nine to five every day, Monday through Friday throughout the week mm-hmm. and behave better. Then we, then we do, we at, do church. at church. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> we true. be on time to work. We pay attention mm-hmm. at work. We try mm-hmm. to learn at work. We dress mm-hmm. with on our suit scrubs. Mm-hmm. Whatever we need. Whatever they require for us to work. Whatever we require to get that paycheck. Just like when the college went back full time the other week, I couldn't (laughs) wear my flip flops no more. (laughs) I had to find me some flats to wear. (laughs) We'll do it in a heartbeat. And we might not like it, but But we'll do it. And we do it that we have to do. But then we come to church and one person say something to us about it. That skirt could be a little longer. All hell done broke loose. That's the problem that I have. Well, like, what's, your, what's your famous um slogan? It's not what you say, it's how you, how say, you say it. Say and it. sometimes yeah. it's and how I you say it all the time. And I, and, I, and, I, and I agree with that. I agree with that. I don't think you should go to somebody. Now you know you ain't. No, I can't. I don't like that. I think I think someone just like that podcast I was on when we was talking about the lady and and the church threw her out. I think mm-hmm. someone can pull you aside. And have a conversation without trying to embarrass you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, and you no, also got to be the right person. Like, we can discern yeah. whether we're supposed to be that person who say something. You're right. Because some people just want uh, to say something to you anyway. Honey, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell her about herself. Get rolling everything. You don't talk about the whole service. Under their breath. Thanks for your friends and everything. That's what I don't like. I don't like you saying that under your breath. You walking by me. I don't like that. I don't like you saying under your breath. I don't say nothing about your high water. So, you know, come on. <laughs> oh, man. The truth. oh man all right let's I mean, move on to the next point let's move on it's so true though really. because i'm Real sorry talk. somebody walking around in their pants up near they ain't, they ain't no capris they hot water <laughs> that draws attention away too <laughs> <laughs> Waiting on a floor. They are <laughs> <laughs> ready for the build the ark like they were last yeah. week. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Yeah. So the next point it was is uh, of course what churches say they disappointed is is member drama. Yeah. We too busy in there talking about who's sleeping with who, mm. who talking to who, mm. uh, who got to read scripture three Sundays in a row. Oh, why, who did they choose, why, why did they choose her to do that? Why they always uh, picking her? Yeah, I've gotten that a lot in my past. Why her? Why her? Why her? So why why do y'all feel like dr- member drama is so pertinent in churches? Why y'all feel like I, it's such a... I, I feel like because some of them ain't got no life. All they got is the church. All they got is drama <laughs> in the church. You have people that, that the church is all they do. They don't go on vacations. They don't go out to eat nowhere. They don't do nothing. So their whole life has their soap opera is the church. That's the only interesting time that they got anything going on at their life. They've probably been in marriage 50 years and started looking at each other. And so the only time they get to see anything exciting is at church. Wow. And so when they go home at the church, they got something to talk about. Wow. Yeah. And I'm mm. really, I really know people that don't do anything but church. They don't have any outside life at all. They don't retire. They don't work. They don't even go out to eat at restaurants. All they got is church. Right, so those right. people tend to like drama in church to me. I've noticed yeah. that. Those people tend to like dramas. Because when you got another life going on, you ain't got time for that drama. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And the way I feel when I see somebody doing something, woo, good, something I ain't got to do. Right, right. I'm, right. Oh God, th- th- thank you for the willing worker, Lord. You know, right. I like willing workers. I want people who want to come in there and work. 
because Danny. I'm one of the ones that's always working and we need some help sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Shadama said, sometimes you got three or four people and they the ones doing everything. Bring me some willing workers. I ain't gonna get jealous if they choose you to do something. I just want you to do it when they choose you. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> that part. My thing is they a lot of times they blame the leadership on the drama. Is it leadership's problem, man? You think it's leadership problem that church has drama? It can be fueled by leadership. It can um out of a percentile, and if we work out of a hundred a hundred percent uh percentile. Um, that's only 20% because people, as as Ma said, people have nothing to do. Mm-hmm. People have no life. Mm-hmm. Church is their church is their high. Yeah. So drama, as as stupid as it sounds, chaos yes. to some people is the normality. Get their blood to go on. Yes. <laughs> get their blood to go get mm-hmm. some kind of thrill off of having to keep something going and so not only understanding that that's like destructive behavior that's counterproductive to evangelism is disruptive to the spirit and it's ultimately the uh, the destruction of fellowship you know people like that you got to get straight and you got to get them because ultimately you know they're going to hinder the whole entire process I'm crazy. When I was down here at the Baptist church, I had one lady, her husband was on the board and she, I mean, anything that I decided on, first of all, I run a democracy. I never, I don't run a dictatorship, uh, especially when it came to music ministry, but she was just going to buck and rebel, buck and rebel, popped up in my office one day, did not. I had to put <laughs> her tail out and I went to the pastor and I went to her husband who was on the trustee board. I said, I'm putting your wife out. I said, now I signed the contract and y'all gave me the power to do it. Why? Because she's disruptive of fellowship and she's just like keeping drama going for no reason. All because you don't get your way and the mm-hmm. choir ain't wear the color that you're not the choir president. My mm-hmm. choir president ag- agreed with what I said. So what you doing? Sit down. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this young whippersnapper come from. Don't worry about it. Just know your behind in ain't saying that I cry no more while I'm here. I'll be good and cold for you to get back up in this choir blesses me. I, get it cold. I, I, I think some of one of the things I have a problem with when someone always want to run to the past and tell them something. Run to the Oof. past and tell them something. Run to the past mm-hmm. and tell them something. My thing is, what are they getting out of that? They're getting something. They're getting some little reward if it ain't nothing but the satisfaction that I got her. I got her. Thinking that they got you in trouble because I, I had one like that. And, 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 I, and I do too. And and so I'm sometimes I wonder what do they be thinking when this person is constantly running to them, telling them something about me? Shouldn't they realize that the person got a problem with me? Right. I, obviously, because as other people in church, I feel like sometimes doing way worse stuff than I do. Why ain't you running and telling on me? <laughs> <laughs> so when you always run and tell it on me, what are they getting out of it? It's something about me that that person don't like. Right. It's got to be. My so thing is. The... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say my thing is the follow through. Like after somebody come to you one time and, and they tell you somebody is doing such and such, you might follow up with that person personally and be like, just be aware of this. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But second, third, fourth time, if somebody yeah. come to me and say, sister, so-and-so did something. Hold on. Let's get it straight. Sister, so-and-so. 
And let's talk about it together. Nine times Ooh. out of ten, that person tell can be who, real tell me who quiet. came to you. Tell <laughs> me who came to you. No, I'm saying break you both yeah. together. Same spot, together. same atmosphere. Yeah. And let's hear both sides together. Because mm. a lot of times you're going to get that one side. Second, you gonna it's going to be three parts of the story. Let's go oh, ahead yeah. and make it just two parts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drama and only like, lives when all parties are not present. There you go. Which to is me, why that's I the best way people, to stop it. That's the best I way to don't stop listen it. to he say, she say. Mm -hmm. You bring he, you bring she. she. And, and let us come together. The Bible says, come let together. us reason together. Because mm -hmm. I'm going to solve it. I'm going to solve it right here. And me as the leader, when if I hear about it after it leaves this office, Paul gives me the authority to separate you from my sanctuary. Now, I can't dismiss you from God's church. Now, you can go somewhere else and join. But he does give me the permission to put you out. So you keep, after we come, after both of us come together and meet, and me as a leader, if I hear something about it again, one of y'all high ain't getting put out. Now, well, talk, you know, talk about being in the street. Now, and and, and I, I, me being the type of person that I am, maybe this is something that God got to fix in me. Because I ain't perfect. I, I'm sure I make plenty. Well, let me straight. I know I've made plenty of mistakes. Mm -hmm. But sometimes when I find out that someone is always running, telling stuff on me, I, I, I got I got to be sure. <laughs> so I set a trap. I I say something just to see if it's going to come out, <laughs> come out again or come up or I'm going to get called to the office. And I'm like, mm -hmm, I knew it was her. Mm -hmm, I knew it was <laughs> <laughs> and that might be wrong. That might be wrong. But, <laughs> I, don't a little want, bit. but, but I don't want to accuse somebody of something and I don't have no proof. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm a proof kind of person because I don't want to say someone's doing something to me and I'm not sure. And so, mm -hmm. and then sometimes stuff just slips. Sometimes we say stuff we shouldn't say. And then you thought to yourself, I might have shouldn't have said that. It's going to bite me in the butt. And then it did. And then it did. It definitely should be some type of policy in place like it is for work. Like, what's mm -hmm. the tears? Like, okay, you got a problem with somebody. Hey, you even said it to them first. They may not know they hurt you. We human. Well, that's true. Some, <laughs> people know, some people know when they hurt you, though. I'm some just saying, but we you. have to, you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. You're supposed to give people the benefit of the doubt. Let me put it that way. That's why supposed I said the, the trap. That's why I said the trap. <laughs> and then after that, that didn't work. Then you go to whoever's the leader of that group. Like, if it's praise and worship, you go to the praise and worship minister first. And then you go mm -hmm. to whoever's next, and then you go to the pastor. Now, if you done made it through all them avenues and it ain't been resolved, and you go to the pastor, that's different. But then every Sunday, you sitting up in pastor office. Yeah, that ain't no fun. Tell I, I, yeah. I have a problem with people running to the pastor <laughs> against me. If you got a problem with me, just tell me. You ain't got to tell him. And then if I don't listen to you, like you said, you go to your next step. But make right. sure what you got a problem with, what I'm doing is something that's wrong, not just because you don't like it. Right. right. Some, yeah, right. I noticed one time somebody said something to me about eating peanuts in church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm diabetical. Sometimes I need a little snack. <laughs> I, I personally right. keep fruit snacks in my bag and I'm the only <laughs> But really, they told me, you're not I supposed to be eating in the snack. sanctuary. You're not supposed to be eating in the sanctuary. And I was like, really? Lie. I'm the organist and I keep gummy bears in my coat bag. <laughs> 
I'm diabetic. I'm diabetic. I always keep something with me sometimes. I ain't diabetic. I got a snack and sip the black bears in my bag. Anybody got a problem, please call me because I keep the big bag of horrible gummy bears from sheets in my bag. You, 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 you and my first lady would be like that because she loved gummy bears. She loved gummy bears. She At that point, we focused on the wrong thing again. Like, okay, a lot of this conversation. No, no, no. I'm not talking about what you're talking about. I'm talking oh. about what, what we was talking about. Like, again, that's members being focused on the wrong objective of why are we there in the first yeah. place. Right. Well, like about I said, I think, a lot, I think a lot. I think that's a lot that got to do with what someone thinks about you. It's most of the time when somebody's always looking for something wrong in you. There's a, to me, there's actually some jealousy somewhere in that. There's something about you that they jealousy or insecurity, or mm-hmm. insecurity, or something. Or and sometimes people are very envious of just someone's personality. The fact that other people like people, you know, they want to be a likable person like that and stop doing that's devilish me. things. Mind your business. That's all I get told I try too hard and I kiss butt that I I put I dibble and dab on it. I'm a busy body. I've been told all just because I I I I didn't told I didn't told been told all of that too. But I'm 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 just honest about who I am. I'm a willing worker. That's Anita. Anita Mm -hmm. Jordan is a willing worker for the Lord. And it took me a long time to get to the point where I don't care about how people think I work in God's house. Uh, at one mm-hmm. church, I had I always had to defend myself because I want to work for God. I'm not doing that anymore. To me, that was the devil controlling me from another area, allowing mm-hmm. me not to want to do God's work for him. And when someone mm-hmm. always want to talk to you or talk about how you work or they choose you or you try too hard or you do this or you do that, that is someone who wished they could do that. And the problem is it's just not in their heart yet to do. Don't complain about me doing charming. We can clean the church together. Exactly. Yes, we can clean the church. You can't be distracted by the destructive and the lazy. Nehemiah takes upon the 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 task of rebuilding the wall. And Tobias and Sam Ballard and, and, and Gresham all go to meet him and say they keep sending messengers and saying, you know, Nehemiah, come meet us. We want to meet. Come on, we want to talk. And Nehemiah says, no, it's funny in that text. He says, let's meet in the plains of Ono, O-N-O. And Nehemiah told him, said, no, I'm about a good work and I can't come down. Some folks, are, you can say what you want. You're you're lazy. So, of course, lazy. it's easy for you to make accusations or to try to, mm-hmm. you know, tear me down or to turn me mm-hmm. from doing what I'm supposed to do because you want to sit on your behind. No, oh, no, mm-hmm. you're a fool. Uh-uh. But you're the first, but when it comes to spending some money, you're the first one to say something. <laughs> when, it's time to make, when it's time to make important decisions, first one say something. You there, friend center. Friend center. Friend center. Friend center. I hate the people who have all the ideas and no work behind it. Yes. Woo, I hate I, that, that. That's what I was trying to say, what you just said. Woo, I hate it. I hate it with a pet. They be there at the front of the meeting in the, on the first pew. Idea central. <laughs> Not the, first like, right. <laughs> Not the first few. Not the first few. The first one. With the high waters on. And then we get to the... With the high waters on. No, let's move on. Let's move on. A couple, of the other, a couple of the other points behind that is that they said that leadership is not appreciated, which is very true. 
Uh, and then people feel like they cannot truly be themselves. They People say that people have lived double lives or whatever, and they come to church at one way and they act somewhere else the other way. But that's because people don't accept you the way you are a lot of the times. But, but that's not me, just in church. That's just in general. Everywhere. That's in general. That's in general. It's, it's, it's in general, but people accept the way you present yourself. If you present yourself two different ways, then they think you two different people. I always be the same. Sometimes person. they don't. Sometimes I mean, they don't. That's why... And there's cliques out there in the world. You got mm. in, in high school, you got that clique who they got Gucci bags and Prada shoes mm. on. And as long as they got them Gucci bags and them Prada shoes, then they, they got their girlfriends. But they don't know that girl got the tag tucked in that bag and take it back every day. <laughs> like, let's just be real. Like, it happens. So, yeah. right. It shouldn't, it it shouldn't matter. We should take people from the, as like Chastity said, look at their heart, look at their mind, mm. look at their soul. But it's, this is a materialistic world. I can only present who I am. Exactly. God only see. Now let's let's clear this up. God is the only one that sees the heart. Right. I can take That's right. you present to it me. to me. Exactly. Now again, as as Ma said, if you present me to people, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, behold, I assume that you are the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> But yeah. in, in the interest of genuine, <laughs> I mean, I mean, hello, Batman. But if 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 you present until you show me otherwise, yeah. I have to take who you present, who you present to me, and let that and let that be so. Now you can't get offended with me because you presenting two people, and I gotta flip yeah. a coin and find out who you are. who you are. Oh no, yeah. the devil's a Which one am I dealing with today? Yeah, yeah. Who? <laughs> yeah I mean, I come It's kind of like it's kind of like when you see on the entertainment shows where these people are singing and. They turn one way, they're a man. They turn another way, they're a woman. <laughs> what some people are like. You don't know who you're dealing with until you get to talking to that person. I mean, yeah, you, sometimes you can't get offended because I because I don't know who I'm getting today. So then, of course, I'm gonna go back. You know, I'm like, well, who who is who here today? Who well, who clocked in up here today? Because you can have one body <laughs> yeah. and two and three people clocking in in this mind. Yeah. I, no I call them schizophrenics. <laughs> Well, you can't get mad if I don't know who's checking in. And you got one body <laughs> and three clocks. I, that ain't my business. Now. On the flip side, why are you reading that loud, Ma? On the flip side of the head. Sorry. <laughs> Just showing her tired. <laughs> On the flip side of that, we as people gotta learn how to be open-minded too. Cause if people really came to a lot of us and say, I'm a homosexual, but I want but I want to be a worship leader, or I look at little mm. girls at night when I'm laying in my bed. Mm. Or I'm a prostitute Monday through. I'm just being real. Like, mm. are we really mm. gonna treat them the same? Well, that one that's looking at the little kids, I'm probably gonna call the police. <laughs> 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 look, I, look, I, 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 I'm not calling the one that's prostitute neither. <laughs> I'm just saying that somebody's really coming to you vulnerable in a church setting. Right. They're obviously coming to you because they may want to change, maybe. I'm hoping guessing. Mm. But if our initial reaction ain't right. You know, I never reaction needs to be right, but they don't need to be no worship leader. What they leading me to? <laughs> <laughs> I 
They need some time. They need some time. This is true. This is true. I mean, really. All right, let's just. I mean, I've had let me, let me, have let me say I've something. had people I'm, have had this conversation with me before. I've actually had somebody tell me, that, and they was a homosexual, and they said, "Am I gonna go to hell?" What should I have told them, man? Let me see if I told them the right thing. What should I have told them? Go, go talk. Let's let's <laughs> let's take let's take because homosexuality is is the number one elephant in the church. It is. Right. It really is. Wow. Really here's is. here's here's what I believe, and and again, I think people think I'm I'm somewhat of a liberalist, but I look at stuff from a very real standpoint. Your, I have friends who participate in that lifestyle. They know that I'm not homophobic. I'm not shunning them. I don't have to beat them over the head yeah. you know, with, with the scripture. The Bible, and here's what I want to say. The Bible makes the distinction in that lifestyle. Yes, the it does. Bible calls the Bible it an does. abomination. Yes, it does. And, and they know as well as you know what the end result is. And here's what I exactly. tell people about salvation. The same lake that the homosexual burn in, the liar and the adulterer and anybody else who commits sin and does not sin repent. Sin is sin. That's right. Sin is sin. sin but is at the sin. same token, I, I think people have to come to Christ with their experience. Now, we know the gospel world is full of homosexuality. It is. Um, I'm not going to... Me personally, I'm not going to deter you because if you happen to be on the praise team or you're participating with some in church, that may be your Damascus Road experience. Because we got to remember before Paul became this great apostle of Jesus Christ, he was persecuting Christians. Yes, he and was. so I'm more concerned about getting you to the experience than I am beating you over it. Because you know, and this is what I tell people, you're not, you're not uh, socially disconnected or you're not consciously rather disconnected from your own sins. You know what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. But in the event that I can usher you or get you to an experience with Christ to ultimately change, change. you, there you go. not to push you because I That's can't right. make you change but your right. your experience required with Christ will make you change. That's my job. I'm not going to stop you from participating. Now what I won't allow you to do is to be in my sanctuary acting a fool and doing all this other stuff like that, but again, yeah. I go back to work on work out your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. <laughs> My job is a legion. That you don't have an excuse when you stand before the judgment throne and you can't say nobody told you because I, as your pastor, I, as your friend, I, as your brother, told you. Mm -hmm. That's I'm it. Going, that. What the Ooh. world is going on? Everybody having technical difficulties tonight. Everybody struggling tonight. Let me. Body struggling. Let me see. Technical difficulty, y'all. Are you on here twice? I don't know what in the world. Going I don't on. know why the well, power blank. Off in another... okay. The power blank. Right, everybody me. back. Okay, the power blank. The devil didn't want me to say what I'm getting ready to say. Uh oh, go ahead. <laughs> My thing is this. I agree with Mun 100%. I think, first of all, we have to be honest with them. We can't lie to them and tell them that it's okay. Uh, but but, but, but the main thing is we still got to show them love, though, because God still loves all his children. And all right. we can do is be, be accepting of them as individuals and as, as people. But we can't lie to them about what God's word says. Because God's word is his word. It can't be changed. It can't be manipulated. It, it, his word is his word. 
but mm-hmm. I don't think we I don't think we should crucify them in the church though. We still mm-hmm. have to love them and we still got to pray with them. We still got to show them that it's really a choice. There's no difference in choosing that if you a man that beat your wife, that's a sin. But and somehow we got to show him he either gonna be a beater or he gonna be a saint. He can't be both. It it ain't mm-hmm. gonna work. I mean, sin is sin. Uh, but for some reason, people want to take homosexuality and look at it different. It's it's no bigger sin than any other sin that people commit. But still, right. God's word is God's word. You can't change it. But to me, we just got to show them love. His mind froze again. Often, everybody, a lot of church pe- churches, they choose certain sins and be like, yeah. this is the one that's going to send you to yeah. hell. But I'm like, yeah. what about sin all these sin. other sins? Sin is sin. I'm sorry. Right. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Right. You can't right. change it. I mean, people try to take God's word and change it for their own point of mind that's at that time. But sin is sin. You can go to hell for more than being a homosexual. Right. I mean, you just can. But the thing that gets me is that why do we stop loving them? God's love is the most important thing, regardless of what their lifestyle is or what people do. Even people who murder and everything else, they're still God's children. We might not agree with what they're doing. We might not like their lifestyle. But no, I really don't want to be friends with a murderer, but I can pray for him. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I can pray for him. I can pray, I can pray that God enter into his life and change his ways. Uh, I mean, you know, I can do that, but I'm not, I mean, I, I'm like Chastity when you're talking about the you talking about the man that would want, want the children. Yeah, I, I might call the police, but I'm gonna pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you while you're in jail. I'm, I'm pray for you. We just have to be careful because because the way we react can do two bad things. Number one, it can either make them not change because they don't feel comfortable to ask for help. Um, and it can also, if they ever do get delivered, they're never yeah. they're still gonna have a certain view of people in the church because of the way you treated them when they wasn't delivered. But you know, so what? that's when why I, I feel some... like we have to be really yeah. careful about how we treat food. And I, and I think and I think that's where you know when your relationship with God gets strong and it gets to where you really believe in Him and you believe that God can change someone. That's why when I see someone who give has completely changed their life for Christ, it makes me happy. It makes me right. feel good to see that someone okay, this is the person I used to be. And and sometimes we look at people that they've done things worse. All of us have sinned in our life. Every single one of us have sinned. Just because I hate it when people make this sin bigger than this sin, bigger than that sin. We've all have sinned. So anytime mm-hmm. I see anybody clearly makes a choice, you know what? I don't want to be that person no more. I want to live for the Lord. It makes me happy. I don't sit okay. back and judge and think, mm, I wonder if they really change. Because you know people say that. Ain't none of our business. Yeah, that's right. Wait right. Right. said, mind mm-hmm. your business. Mind your business. <laughs> Sam Mind Hattie yours. commented in, <laughs> and he said, would you prefer them to be open or closeted about their sin? And he said okay. he means open, meaning honest. And I definitely want people to be honest. I want people to be honest, too. I, I want them I, to be honest. You I, I being did. honest about your sin is between you and God. Because God is the only person that can change can judge you. That's right. You could. Right. Now, now the Bible I, says. I took, I, uh, what I took it is like he's saying, another. if someone homosexual come to church, do they want them to act? Do we want them to act like they ain't homosexual? 
that's what I took the question to be. Is that you, is that what Sam meant? He probably mean. I mean, it, yeah. whether whether you whether you tell me or whether you openly acted or not, I can't do nothing about it. Yeah, that's right. Right, you right. I guess you're that's right. what Sam asking. Do we want them to be honest about who they are and where they're at? I, that's the way I took the question. I really I, and I do. I, really I do be because that I feel like they will bring more people in the church if we all were more on, honest. Yeah, right. they would. And people I feel like say, they can't live up to these church folk. These old church church folk ain't living up to up to themselves. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. You took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, let's let's move on. I want to we're gonna finish the night, Dag Okay. Um that ain't so gonna be reasons, no part three. Huh? <laughs> ain't gonna be no part three. Uh reasons people don't trust the pastor or the church. And the first point is what you said, Ma. Was shared in pastor study should stay they in pastor, pastor study. It shouldn't become a sermon. Should not become a sermon. Why is that, man? Why do some things become a sermon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm asking because he's a pastor. Because people have never been sued for breach of confidentiality. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. That was a mouthful. As, as a as a pastor. You could sue me for breach of confidentiality. I did not know that. Don't say that too loud. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the pastors about to get sued. Stay for the people in the back. Stay for the people in the back. <laughs> but you're right because when you have a private conversation with your pastor, it's just like talking to a psychiatrist. Yeah. Oh, mine is froze again. Froze the again. devil really don't want mine talking tonight. Right. <laughs> yeah, we have we have laws in truth. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. That's what I say. We're going to touch somebody's soul tonight. I have been in conversations with a lot of people where they said that they've had conversations with their pastors and then it became a, a topic, a, a, a a subject topic mm-hmm. and and they felt mm-hmm. like they felt that they were betrayed right mm-hmm. they felt betrayed because even mm-hmm. though even though he didn't the pastor didn't call the person's name they knew who they were and right. they just mm-hmm. felt uncomfortable the whole time you mm-hmm. know and and, yeah. and and i can see that they made that mistake overall. They made that about the drama in the church too. And yeah. you over here talking to sister so and so. Yeah. Or you posting this on Facebook. Yeah. Or you was at the club last night. Like that's really gonna make me change because you said something. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. And Sam, he agreed. He said money do change. We'll change things, which is facts. Yeah. He also said, Amen, man. There are laws about that, and a mm-hmm. lot of churches do not know them. Every church needs a lawyer. Mm-hmm. But but most church lawyers are to protect the church, not the members. You're right. That's true. You're right. That is well, true. Well, in, in the interest Every of fairness, you know, a lawyer in my free. chambers should never meet the sanctuary. Right, right. I, we need I a church on books. That's, that, that's the terrible part. Yeah, <laughs> right. Need yeah. a church on a buzz, man. Need a church but I, on a buzz, but, but to me, that would run people away from your church because they would then feel that they can't trust their pastor. Right. 
Facts, facts. The next Hope point that was under the reasons people don't trust the uh, pastor of the church. Too many pastors have fallen. Uh, and they and the question that was posed is, what is the difference of not being ready for your calling and downright being disobedient? Well, I personally feel like that no pastor is ready for their calling because they never know what's going to come up. I mean, they never know what situation they're going to be in. And being downright disobedient is because you wasn't called in the first place. You put yourself up there. Because yeah. like I said, some people look at, look at being a, a minister, a way of making good money. I mean, think about it. I mean, really think about it. Some churches pay their pastors really good for basically two days of work. Basically. Because the ones that's not really mm-hmm. dedicated... They ain't checking up on their members. They not going to the hospitals. They they just there to, they want that paycheck every Sunday, and they gonna wait on that paycheck and don't have a problem asking for a raise. Mm. And when all they gave you was song titles and they sermon. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really. But I, I don't think it. I mean, because I'm pretty sure being a pastor has to be really, really hard. I mean, think about your job. Let's really look at this. Think about just your normal, everyday job. The stuff that come up, the fires you have to put out sometimes. As a pastor, you are dealing with people's lives, their souls. Their soul. God is holding you responsible for every little head in that church. And you always ain't always going to be perfect. And when a pastor make a mistake, it's almost like a tornado hit. They forget they're human sometimes. And it's twenty four seven. Whenever we at work, we get to clock out at five o'clock. And there we you can turn go. our phones off and ain't got to deal with it. They got really? to deal with it twenty four seven as well as deal with their own lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Definitely a big responsibility. It's a big, it's a huge responsibility. The the Bible says all have sinned. That's right. Mm. All have sinned. <laughs> like <laughs> all have sinned <laughs> and come short yes. of the glory of glory. God. That's right. Your pastor, there's well, a difference in me try my calling should mature me, but it yes. does not free me of my sin. Right. Now, disobedience is me willingly participating in my sin. That's right. But there's a responsibility to my call that ought to, ought to, in the recesses of my mind, mature me not to decide to do what it is. Paul says, in my, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. And so, therefore, that's where we get that scripture. When I would do good, evil is always present. Always present. So, my calling should mature my choices, but disobedience is my deliberate giving in to what it is I want to do. That's the difference. And do y'all realize that's not only on on pastors, it's on us as members as well. Because y'all all know that y'all been in a situation in church where God was trying to tell you to do something and that little devil was talking you out of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel in my heart I should do this, but should I do it? Should I do mm-hmm. it? No, you don't do it. They ain't going to appreciate it. No way if you do it. We've all been there before. And and we have just as much as responsibility that only just between us and the pastor is everybody ain't going to hate us. <laughs> if we don't do the right thing. Thanks. That's Thanks. true. Everybody thanks, ain't gonna, thanks. Everybody's not going to hold us responsible like they would that pastor. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. That's right. Uh, Espe- all right especially, if, especially if you're collecting a paycheck. That's that big more. That mm-hmm. part. So the last, the last point, and it's three-tiered. The last point is that says people don't trust the church because leadership uses their power to their advantage. And the first point was, I'm the pastor, so you need to treat me like God. <laughs> some pastors are like that. Some pastors are like that. I left a church that was like that. Some mm-hmm. pastors are like that. Mm-hmm. The second point was I, how they take leadership, and this might step on some. This might make some people mad, but it says they get that God complex, and that means they can have anything they want, any woman they want be between any legs they want many <laughs> they over there trying to they supposed to be lead the flock meanwhile they, they sleeping they, with they, the flock they they, they with the flock, <laughs> with the flock. <laughs> that was the second one and then some people think that pastors feel like you said my you already touched it that it's all about the money yeah, you some know, of we them got it these, is about the money we got these denominations out there just because I pop up I get three hundred dollars I speak, I get two hundred more dollars. I, I mean, lay hands. That's another hundred dollars. Sometimes <laughs> won't speak at a church unless they get a certain amount of money. I mean, and, and they mm-hmm. won't if you can't afford them. They're not coming. And to me, that is not about God. That's about yeah. About I know that money. to be true. Yeah, I mean that's very true. They they will not come. They let you know up front. Oh, I can only come if you can give me this amount. And not only do they want that, they want the office set up this way. They 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 want this hotel, and they want you to pay for everything. Some some mm-hmm. pastors are like that. But sometimes we do that for folks who are famous and don't complain. That's our so. Fault. What's the difference? That's our fault. <laughs> that's our fault. If we want not de- we won't need your head to come, you know you're gonna have to pay him. Mm-mm. But we'll do it. Right. <laughs> go, go back to tier go back to tier one. What was tier one again? Uh tier one was they think they Say, should be I am the pastor, so I should be treated like God. Mm-mm. I'm his servant. <laughs> now if you're bold enough to make that statement. Then you ready to go see him? That's right. Because that's what I know the gods before me. That's right. Mm. That's right. So I tell folks I reverence God, but I'm scared of him too. I know yeah, that's I, right. No, you be no, scared. you're his servant. You're hired to. You're hired by him to be his channel. You are not him. He is the only man who can say, "I die." You, you, you the die. assistant manager. You ain't the man. <laughs> I mean, really. Right, but but see, some we, we can't assume rights because we connected. But some people, right. some pastors, to me, they get that way because people worshiping him and not God, and so he gets to the, in his mind that he's just as powerful, he's just more important as God is. Because people mm-hmm. worship, some people worship their pastors to the point where they actually get to thinking that. Look at Jim Jones. Look at what he was able to accomplish when he killed all those people. Lord, I mean, that's that's, that's some serious mind control right there. I mean, I mean, really, get you to move to go back to Africa. <laughs> Africa. And then he said, we're going to die together. And you lay there and kill yourself. Uh-uh. That's that some, that a, that, that's <laughs> not God. No. But they worshiped him like he was God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. 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 
You set yourself up to be killed like that. Yeah, you do. You do. You do. Uh, but yeah, see, yeah. them. The, the what was tier two again, Shadon? <laughs> tier two was pretty much it says you make you supposed to be in leadership, or you supposed to be pastor in the church. But the main time you supposed to be leading the flock, you but you too well. busy sleeping with the flock. <laughs> that was tier two. All right, here, here we here we go. Here's here's the detonator to put it all to it. As a pastor, I am your spiritual father, right? Mm-hmm. What daddy sleeps with his daughters? Woo! I'm gonna kick you over here. <laughs> you was talking tonight. You're, no, sir. You're you're not God. You're nasty. Yes, right. You're yes. perverted. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't reach. And here's here's a problem I have. If my wife was to die, right, I do not go in the flock and get somebody else to marry because you have come under my leadership. You're my daughter. No, sir. You're not God. You have an assumed power. You're an assumed pervert. Mm. But you, but the sad thing about it is, it's gonna be some women happy that wife died and wait and ready to be in the row. Honey, some of them don't even wait for the wife to die. They no, they they know. Know. You just they start auditioning early. They start auditioning early. Early. You lie with the morphine, like you, you need a dose, and you you. <laughs> no, for real, and y'all, that's something that's more prevalent now. Mm-hmm. Then it's always went on, but it's nasty. I tell yeah. people, uh, Sedona, I think you know my niece Chelsea. I can never, Chelsea's not my blood, but Chelsea loves me to the point that my voice has some authority in her life. I could never turn around and sleep with a child I call my niece. Yeah. And you, you, sir or ma'am, if you sleeping with somebody, because it's, it's not just me and it's women too. And I know that yes, to be true. so just to show as I got uh, hair on my face. <laughs> you, if you turn around and sleep with somebody you call your son or daughter, you're a sick individual. That's true. You're right. That's true. Yes, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, because sometimes we think pastors have it hard. To me, first ladies have it very hard because they are often put in a position where they should be able to defend their marriage. But if they do, they are saw seen in a bad light. Mm-hmm. I've talked to many first ladies that that say people really don't understand. It's hard for our husbands, but it's just as hard for us as well, because we have to deal with women throwing themselves at our husbands, and we're not supposed to say anything. Because if we do, then we seem that we're not saved. And I well, think that's I, I think you can say whatever you want. No. I think it's your it can be in God. It can be in God. <laughs> but, but a why, lot in but a, why, but but in a lot of that, those situations they, the pastor yeah. not nipping it in the bud either though no he's not mm-hmm. he's saying honey she just got a problem we're we gonna pray for her mm-hmm. no let me lay hands on her and we can solve the problem <laughs> no i'm going to put you i'm gonna put you out simply one because if i give if i give in first of all let's let's back it all the way up 
if I'm married and I'm happy with who I'm married with, I'm not finna let you tear up my marriage. My marriage, One, that's right. But two, I got to put you out, especially if you're persistent at trying to come at me. Because, ma'am, yeah. you trying to divide the sanctuary based you on your lust. And if you I, I'm going to give my wife the power to... Right, you, you, you say you something. Because ultimately, when yeah. it comes down to me, I'm going to put it out. Simply yeah. because I know Jezebel ain't, ain't always, you know, folks used to define Jezebel as somebody to wear red and somebody with red lipstick. No, no, no. The spirit of Jezebel comes to separate. The spirit of Je uh, Jezebel comes to divide and it comes to sever. And so that self same spirit, if you got that spirit and you're trying to come after me, you know, you better hope to God, uh, wifey ain't told you. Cause she gonna come talk to you, and then when they get to me, I'm gonna say something. That, you know what I'm saying? Like that's mm -hmm. that's crazy. But a lot of people are doing that these days, and yes, I just tell are. people that's crazy and that's gross. Cause you're supposed to be my spiritual daughter. You yeah. even got these male pastors sleeping with their sons. Nasty rascals. <laughs> right there. You know this. You know, this is my son. This is my son. No, Negro, that's your mm. undercover lover. Mm. Okay. <laughs> that mess, I'm against that mess. The truth mm. today. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's All right. right. Ain't come to play. Mm. He is not coming to play. Mm -hmm. so and, and, and no, seriously, and what, what are, what are we saying? That happen, though. I've actually seen members of a church tear up a pastor's marriage. I've actually seen that. And they're divorced today. Oh, God. Some of the members. Mm. I've, I've actually seen that happen. I, what what message are we relaying? Or what message? You that know, my grandma be landed. I like women's attention. Saying, that I, I'm more into the women than I am to say. Women or men these days. You never know. Or both. Because mm. you, got, you got some doing both. Yeah, you do. You do. Man. What the things, the things that are holy, let them be holy. But when you, I tell people all the time, your private participation is your business. But you got Negroes that sleeping with all the women in the church. You got Negroes that sleeping with all the men in the church. But then you got Negroes that's doing both. Sir, mm. not only are you setting yourself up for death, but you setting yourself up to get your head tore up. Mm. By that, by that man and that woman, and you, and you're releasing a perverted spirit over your sanctuary. Yeah. So yeah. don't get up and tell nobody about going to hell because of their lifestyle. Because you, you sleeping, you sleeping with a man. One day, that's why I tell people I don't believe in bisexual. There's seven days in a week. Seven is an odd number. You sleeping <laughs> with it. You, you sleep your adjutant the first day, and then you got your side boo. Oh, no, seven is an odd number. Yes, and right. if you're going it to get is. both in one day, you nasty. They take Sundays off, so they only count six that's, days. That's the day of rest. That's, that's the only thing they do. The, day rest. the lies you tell, because some of them get yeah, some Some of them don't rest on that seven day. Some of them don't rest on that seven day. No, they don't. Some of them people who done it in the church. Some of them, I'm finna say, some of them that seven day in the church doing the stuff, doing what they ain't got no business doing. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Back then, the musician's office Wink, okay. winking at you. I've had some pastors, <laughs> pastors wink at me. I've had some pastors rub up against me, and I thought to myself, "You going to hell?" 
You Not only you I think I was 15 and Ooh. it was the pastor of our church um when I was younger and he came up to me he was like mm, if I was younger Mm-hmm. And when I told everybody, I told my family, they was like, oh, he didn't mean anything he by it. Mean but I made it a mission that once I was old enough to leave that church or uh, or my family didn't force me to go to church, I, I stopped going. The only time I go there is when somebody in my family dies and I go to a funeral. That's it. Okay. I will not go there. I mean, it, I mean, it's, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. There's just some pastors out there that are mm-hmm. women. They are. They are womanizers. They mm-hmm. take their role. They womanizers and menizers. But 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 this is the thing that that always strikes me strange about pastors like that is that the women's that the women that are throwing themselves at them they're not interested in them. They they want the chase. They want Honey, the chase. If that they ain't want the, the ones truth. that ain't showing no attention to them. Because mm-hmm. there are plenty of women. The truth. There's plenty of women who throw their though they self at pastors. But pastors, it seems to have that wandering eye. They're going after the ones that ain't looking at them. They need that chase. They need, they. there's something about it they just need. That's like people I in said, general. I, we always want what we can't have. They love suspense I, and they love three. Yeah, because I, I told my well, husband to go time, to movie theater. I told my husband, <laughs> I'm married, my husband right now, I told him one time, I do not like the way this man always wants to hug on me. I do not like it. I do not like it. It's something wrong with that to me. I do not like it. Every time we mm. would see them, he always want to hug me. I don't like that. Won't you hug my husband? Let's see what he do. He's going to probably smack <laughs> him. <laughs> I'm I a mean, hugger, I so like I don't it. understand. No, there's hugging and then there's hugging. Right. Some stuff is just, you can feel it when it's not. You're right. When it's not Christian that godly hug. hug. And when it's not yeah, that, that godly hug. You ain't got that butt poked out. <laughs> yeah, you looking like this. You know how you just patting them on the back. You don't want your body to touch. You can. We have this. When you have a relationship with God, you have discernment. You know when mm-hmm. something's not right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. And then the last one was man. I don't know if you heard it, but it's this. They said it's all about money. You know, it's all about money. That was the last one. But uh, we are we we've been talking an hour and twenty three minutes, y'all. So we we at time. But uh, but uh, let, my I see you got your notes over there. You got any more points no. you wanted to touch before we go? Okay. No. <laughs> all right. You pretty much covered all of them. The only one that we okay. didn't touch. The only one we didn't touch. Why some people don't like churches and certain people get show favoritism. Some some people That's some true. members feel like some people get show favoritism. They don't do no wrong, and the pastors in their eyes, they even if they do wrong, they still don't see the wrong. Everybody else can see the wrong, but for some reason, when it comes to them people, they don't see no wrong. Yeah, and some people. Leave I got a problem. Let me let me touch that real quick because we currently, okay. I'm currently, uh, me and you know me and Matt are cool. Me and Matt talk a lot about it. We exchange our troubles. It ain't that the pastor don't see. The pastor can't say because the pastor is too closely related or tied to the problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So watch yeah. this. What I what I don't correct becomes a problem, but it becomes a problem to the people. But in turn, it becomes problematic to me because if I keep letting this problem run rapid or run loose, I'm going to be mm-hmm. preaching to the problem and my family or those mm-hmm. that, are accepted, uh, that are accepted of the problem. So mm-hmm. I, I know a situation right now, a pastor can't, a pastor refuses to say something because the problem is somebody he related to. 
But I, I told, you know, me and Matt were talking. I told Matt, I said, yeah, for too long, he's going to be preaching to the problem in his family. Facts. Facts. I think that's a big part you of why churches don't grow. You want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big part of why churches don't grow. Like, honey, we could go on all night, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I I feel like I know that it's it's always gonna be somebody in the church that people it's always gonna be somebody you have a problem with like ain't yeah. nobody ain't, ain't no church gonna be all hunky dory everybody get I don't think so but if you got that one member that everybody got something to say about you telling me everybody wrong if, <laughs> if everybody I come and say watch out for that one everybody my mama said a thousand people don't tell you she was untied. <laughs> and, and everybody's lying. Like they uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I'm, I, I'm one of them people. I would give you the benefit of the doubt. I would even defend you if I'm like, well, maybe that's just their personality. No, I don't got bit to. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you, I, I give you the benefit of the doubt. But, you know, mm. yeah. Hey, I believe people show you who they are. You believe them. Exactly. If they act one way in front of you and act another way in front of the pastor, there's a there's a problem. Yeah, there's yeah, a problem. Yeah, and that's why everybody yeah. see it besides the pastor. He don't see it because they act different in front of him. That's they know true. when he around and they act down their best behavior. But, but when he ain't but, around, the but ain't discernment supposed to kick in somewhere? It's, suppo it's supposed to. Suppose. <laughs> <laughs> Well, say he too closely connected. That's he too closely connected. Ah, uh, but that's just a flaw in human because a lot of times, like for instance, if you in a bad relationship, you knew that relationship was bad way before you got to the end of it. Yeah. And the man, <laughs> and, and, and your three months of dating a man, if he start beating on you, and three years later he's still gonna be beating on you, he ain't gonna stop unless unless something steps in. They ain't gonna change. Mm -hmm. We know. We well, really me, be knowing me, this now. We be lying. Discernment. Yeah, discernment yeah. ain't the issue. Decision is the issue. Decision is the issue. Because I and think sometimes you can get so much it's, power, it's, it's hard not, to take it back. No, I, I don't. I'll, I'll say this, and some crap don't have to be discerned. That's true. You know, the right. Bible says that the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. But I, I know you present two different people, and if I'm your leader in the interest of common sense, I'm sharp enough to see that you present two people to me. I don't need discernment, so I know because everybody ain't lying that you a hellraiser. But when you come around me, you that pastor. <laughs> no, I see through all that, and I don't need discernment because I ain't no fool. Right. Ain't been a and fool. I won't be a fool I, for the days to come. And sometimes I think pastors see it, and they just want to see how far they're willing to go so they can break down Nick. Because eventually, that's what's gonna happen. I ain't finna, eventually, they're gonna. Slip I ain't gonna let fall. you do it because I'm gonna catch you. You said you gonna catch it, <laughs> but I think some of them see it and they mm -hmm. just say, "I'm gonna see how far they willing to take it." I do, I really believe that. And sometimes it's gotta be a cutoff period. Sometimes they cut off period too it late, does. especially if it's running people away. Right. Yep. Especially, especially. Because you have All some right, people in church that don't want people to be close to the pastor either. They want to be that only person that's close to them. Yeah, they feel like right. you're tramping on their territory. Right. 
Ain't nobody got time. All right, all right. Well, that was an amazing conversation. I hate to always be the one to cut it off, but I'm told I'm supposed to pay attention to the time, so I'll be trying. Have a timekeeper. But thank you again so much. This conversation has been wonderful for folks who have been watching while we talk. Uh, we greatly appreciate you. For folks who watch, you know, later on or tomorrow or sometime this week, please comment as well. Let us know how you feel about these topics that we discuss. And, you know, the, the first thing to make a change in, in any anything in life is to put it on the table. Uh, so that was the purpose of this. So we were not we were not trying to be judgmental. We were not trying to cover, you know, just straight personal topics. We were really just trying to have open, honest discussion. Yeah. Because that's a lot of the problem in our communities. We don't have open and honest discussion. So I as you watch it. Right. As you watch it, please let us know how you feel. Um, you can catch this. We live right here now on Facebook. We'll be loaded on YouTube tomorrow. It'll also be loaded to most audio podcast platforms like iHeart, Spotify, Pandora, Apple, Google, whatever you listen to, wherever your heart's content. So if anyone ever uh, wants to be a want us to be a guest on your podcast or wants to be a guest on our podcast, you can connect with us here on Facebook or you can email us at occasionallyposh at gmail.com. So thank you. Thank you again. Anybody want to close with a closing remark? Matt, uh, Elder Munn, you got a closing remark for the, for the saints and the ain'ts. Go to church. Jesus is coming. <laughs> uh, what about you sister sister Anita you got a uh, closing remark for the saints and the ain'ts I would just say if you're going to come to church be your real true self don't don't bring your agent thanks mm. thanks what about you sister sister Chassie B child y'all just go to church don't worry about them people <laughs> my 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 piece of advice and something that i used to fall into is when you go to join a church make sure you learn about all parts of the church before you join before you join Mm-hmm. Yeah. I used to make it a mistake. I went a couple of Sundays. The praise and worship sound good. The, the you know the word was good that one Sunday, and peace was silent at me. Oh, this is the place to be. I used to make that mm-hmm. mistake. <laughs> and many times, many times. Okay, many times. Yeah. So to, if you attend the church, take time, get to know people, go about what your heart feels, pray about it, take time, and then join, and then be patient and know that people are human. So that would be my piece of advice. Um, so again, thank you, thank you, thank you, Sam. Thank you for coming along. We was on his podcast last week. Yeah, last week. <laughs> so uh, please uh, go check him out. What's the name of his podcast? Check Talking on. with Sam. Talking with Sam. So if you want to, you know, listen to another podcast, please go find him on his podcast audio platforms. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you, and we are done. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.